Welcome to Cybercast. All right, welcome to Cybercast. Number 79, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I'm Tosh. I'm Clay. I'm Dick. And also on the line, we have a very special guest with us today. His name is Chris Leon. Welcome, Chris. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Welcome. We're very happy to have you, Chris. And, um, well, actually, uh, Chris is sort of in the same game as us. He, uh, he hosts a radio show which you release monthly, right? Yeah, that's true, every month, uh, since uh, since uh, March uh, this this year. And it's called Your Music Radio. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit uh, about it? Yeah, well, um, actually, I wanted to start at a record level, <laughs> but I, I really didn't have the money, so... And on my Twitter feed, I discovered a lot of great artists with really good music, so uh, I did radio in the past, when I was 16 or something. So I thought, you know... I have a DAW, I have a monitors, I have a microphone, so why not start a radio show? Yeah, so sounds as good a reason as any. <laughs> <laughs> it's as ambitious. Yeah, and and where 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 can we find your uh, your show, Chris? Uh, it's on Mixcloud. Uh, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash your music radio. And I was uh, th- searching for a platform um, which is free uh, and easy to use. I really wanted to upload it to iTunes in the future, but this is uh, okay right now. Okay, great. And uh, of course, well, it's called Your Music Radio, so obviously it's about music, but not just any kind of music, right? No, just not any kind. It's it's really about, because I was thinking about a, a title uh, for the show, but I was thinking of a platform to promote uh, other people's uh, music, people who produce music every day uh, by themselves, um, releasing it by themselves, but really don't have a platform or a space to um, release it. Well, uh, there are a lot of platforms, of course, but uh, not getting any attention on radio. So I thought of um, making a title like Your Music. It's it's about your music, and I want to present your music to uh, a greater group of people. I love it. Cool. Yeah, a very noble cause, if you ask me. Um, Well... I guess any music, musician out there will appreciate, uh, well, how challenging it can be to get your stuff out there, to get your stuff heard. And yeah, I get, what you're doing is, is, is really great. And uh, even though you're only a few episodes in, uh, it's already becoming a great platform for uh, yeah, those musicians who uh, are, are still basically laying low and, and want to get their stuff heard. So, uh, so it's kind of it's pretty that. brand new. Yeah, when did you start? Uh, yeah, I think... I think- you have three episodes now, right? Yeah, there are three episodes in, indeed, and I'm uh, currently uh, producing the the fourth, actually. Yeah, I see that your submissions already ended for the fourth one, right? You're waiting now for five, the f- fifth uh, submissions for the fifth now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah, the, definitely check out your music radio. Really cool show, and uh, for for a show that's in its infancy, also very well produced, I must say. Thank you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We remember how Cybercast started out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I tried to. It's not. It's not only about the music, but I I wanted to have a format. You know, it's just not start a radio show without thinking about it, and but really think about a format, how to present the music on the show, but also how to present the, some artist on the show or people who are not really sure about their own music to play it on the show, but to talk about their experience uh, about making music. 
So I have, yeah. uh, on every show, I have two interviews. So I have uh, one interview with one of the artists, uh, which I really like most of the time. So they're really quali quality artists with um, a lot of good music. And I have a, a sort of running gag with uh, a guy from Nashville. Uh, he's called Skurvin. <laughs> he's a composer and, um, well, he struggles a lot of the time uh, with making music. But he's a really good comp composer. But he tells all about how he uh, makes music and when he doesn't feel like it and what he does uh, when he don't want to make music. So... It's a bit of both, you know, so it's about music, but it's all about uh, making music and, uh, well, keeping it, keeping it light somehow. Mm, okay, that's cool. By the way, uh, so the fourth horseman, Ty, is on. I'm pretty sure you have questions, uh, Ty, so jump in. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, Ty? Glad to be back. This is Chris Leon. Hey, nice of you being here, Chris. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. All right. Yeah. So, well, we've talked about your music radio and we'll talk some more about it a little later. But of course, there's also Music Corner. And since, uh, well, Chris is in the business of uh, exposing independent artists to the world, I thought we'd take a, a little, just a little dive into independent music. So that, that's our topic for today. Mm. And well, I'm basically here to give a little bit of historic context. When we, when, when we say independent music, like a lot of uh, definitions within music it's 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 a very sort of fluent one and and, and ambiguous one uh, because it, it's not really one that you can tie down to a, a specific genre of music um, of course you have uh, terms like indie rock or indie pop floating around well that that refers to a certain aesthetic but um, after after having thought about it a little bit and having done some research I, I've come down to basically three sort of flavors to, to independent music uh, one being music that's basically just self-released by an artist not through any label basically a sort of DIY approach uh, second is uh, music released through an independent music label so not one of the major labels like your Sony EMIs out there or, um, you know, any of those uh, giants uh, in the industry. And third, I, I think independent music or indie music can refer to a, a certain aesthetic that you also see within music that is uh, distributed through major labels. Um, I guess sort of a more rough, more unpolished sound, which cuts uh, across uh, any genre. So that can be rock, can be pop punk, soul, hip-hop, what have you. With that being said, well, it's it's definitely a very broad concept. Uh, there, there are some through lines that we can trace historically. So if, if we go back and, and, and sort of try to pin down when independent music sort of started to emerge, uh, we can point to basically post-World War II America, where basically already an establishment was being formed of major record labels who, well, more or less were controlling the industry um, you know, your Hatcher, your, your, your Motowns, your Atlantic Records and whatnot. And basically as counterparts to those major labels, well, some indie labels started to emerge. You can think of Stax Records, for instance, as a counterpart uh, to Motown, you know, which uh, uh, put Otis Redding on the map, uh, as well as Sam and Dave. At, the at more or less the same time uh, in the UK, you'd also see some independent labels emerging. Um, a lot of those labels were led by artists. Well, you can think of Apple Records uh, when it comes to the Beatles or RS Records uh, when it comes to Rolling Stones. If we move a little ahead towards uh, the, the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, uh, you'll see a, a, a very heavy sort of tie 
between that label of indie or independent music and punk. Mm-hmm. It's really an emerging uh, music style and, and definitely a sort of anti-establishment style of music. Uh, and, that, and that sort of really fits that uh, in the independent music nomer, if you will. It's sort of the, the later 80s, uh, you would have uh, your your grunge spearheaded by uh, the Sub Pop label, one of the bigger sort of independent labels, uh, and that brought forth... Uh, yeah, really profound indie acts such as Nirvana, uh, Mudhoney, uh, Soundgarden, which uh, of course I have to mention. Uh, well, art rest in peace, Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. And the, the, I, I guess this is a logical point to, to talk a little bit about uh, the aesthetic that comes w- with indie music, and, and in particular in indie rock. Like I said, it's not something that necessarily is exclusive to acts that release music independently but uh, definitely there there's a sound that, that that goes along with it and um if, if you if you look to acts who sort of uh, are, are still more or less relevant in, in, after the the 2000 mark uh you can look at the white stripes uh the hives the strokes and the vines sort of very defining for uh, the sound of independent rock or indie rock music. Uh, just uh, to give you a little taste of, of what I mean with that aesthetic, I'm just going to play you some old White Stripes. Uh, this is the song Screwdriver. <laughs> So th- there you have it, that aesthetic that I was talking about. And, well, in a way, it sounds hideous. <laughs> hideous? <laughs> hideous, yeah. Just uh, not, not very well produced or polished. Uh, not very well mixed. Um, not recorded in very high fidelity. But that also um, gives it an edge, basically. And, of course... I like it. 
Yeah, yeah, me too, definitely. And, and White Stripes, one of those acts that's, uh, of course, um, was able to break out of that 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 sort of stereotype of the independent music artist. I mean, it became immensely popular, obviously. And uh, well, Jack White, with all of his uh, consequent projects, uh, is, is still you know very popular, even though he doesn't like to be. I think. <laughs> but this is this is more about the uh, the the aesthetics well when, when we talk about um independent music labels well uh, a lot of them started uh in 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 the 80s basically around that emerging punk scene but are still around today uh rough trade and, and ninja tune are examples of that and still try to um you know bring forth in independent music um it might not be punk anymore but uh it's, it's still very much a thing and i think one of those artists today that, that's uh, really sort of uh bringing independent music into a new light uh, would be chance the rapper i don't know how much uh you guys have followed chance the rapper at all his career his trajectory not much nah. not much nope. well chance the rapper has sort of prided himself on releasing everything that he does completely independently so completely free of uh, of labels he did a record with uh, james blake right yeah he's collaborated with a lot of artists uh yeah. james blake being one of them but also childish gambino kanye west so he's he's very much a sort of uh he's very tightly connected within sort of the major, uh, you know, music industry. But he's always sort of maintained his independence, and that, that goes with his latest project as well, which is a Coloring Book, which uh, won him a Grammy, which is uh, sort of unheard of for uh, an artist that's completely self-released. Not only that, not only is, is his music self-released, uh, before this particular uh, album, uh, it was only available as a free download, as a, as a free downloadable mixtape. And it's only because this last album uh, that, that he made it available on streaming platforms, only that made him sort of qualify for the Grammys to begin with. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have been considered. Mm. Mm. So, and uh, what, what he sort of says uh, about being independent, on, on the one hand, of course, it's an immense luxury because you don't, you're not tied to any sort of, uh, you know, uh, contracts, publishing deals, uh, can basically do your own thing. On the other hand, for an artist like Chance, who likes to collaborate with people like James Blake, so artists who are, who do belong to major record labels, um, he often experienced a lot of uh, uh, sort of pushback from those labels. They try to withhold um, their artists from him, more or less, preventing him to to release the music that he releases with, with those artists on it. And and there's one particular track where he's very vocal about that on this uh, Coloring Book album, which is uh, No Problem, featuring Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz. You don't zero problems, big fella. Yep. If one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. Fuck you thought it was 
tweak, bro. It's never sweet, oh. My shooters come for free, so if one more label try to stop me, it's gonna be some dreadhead niggas in your lobby. Yeah, I'll just leave you with those words. If one more label tries to stop me here, there's going to be some dreadhead niggas <laughs> yeah. in your lobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's, a, that's a clear message. Yeah, pretty clear. So yeah, in, in, in that sense, uh, Chance sort of toes the line between having this uh, immense sort of exposure and popularity, but still um, having that complete uh, artistic control, which I, I very much uh, sort of admire and applaud. One last thing that I want to mention before I hand it over to uh, to Chris. There's one act that I've sort of discovered recently and sort of has been on my Apple Music uh, nonstop. And that's also, well, coincidentally, a, a, a act that's also completely independent, uh, completely self-releases everything. And that's uh, a, a band called Wolfpack. Mm. Well, they're, they're all a bunch of, um, I'm, I'm guessing, 20-year-olds or maybe early 30-year-olds. But uh, what I like to do is harken back to uh, those old, uh, basically, studio session bands, like uh, the, the Funk Brothers. Uh, really, th those bands who made the sound of those old soul and R&B records and funk records. Well, so they have a very sort of, um, I guess, very rigorous work ethic when it comes to authenticity and everything uh, having to be played live and, and you know everything everyone associated with the band is just uh, really at the top of this game so so it's really a treat you know if you're uh, a lover of, of live music a lover of uh, you know listening to to just great instrumentalists Wolfpack is one to check out and I'd just like to play you uh, one of their tracks it's called Conscious Club and this is the uh, the instrumental version So that was Wolfpack, and uh, well, basically the band leader, Jack Stratton, is responsible for basically everything that would regularly be handled by a label. So from the, the mixing production to the distribution to the marketing and promotion, that's all done basically in-house with this band. Um, I think the only thing they recently relinquished is uh, um, having to book their own 
their own shows, but uh, otherwise they're they're completely independent. So uh, basically, hats off to any sort of musical act who uh, who chooses that route and is able to be successful choosing that route. Because uh, well, as, as probably Chris uh, can can vouch for, uh, it's not easy. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, so Chris, what do you, what do you have to share with us uh, today? Well, to stay a bit at your uh, your story about uh, three things, I have two things, I guess. I listen to a lot of music by uh, musicians who make them uh, music themselves. So, a lot of DIY musicians, and I think two things um, are really important there uh, nowadays: the technology of audio or recording and uh, the technology of distribution. And the DIY musicians really accelerated in the last 10 years, I guess, because uh, because of the technology, uh, everybody can record music in their own home, you know? Uh, it's really easy and it's really cheap nowadays to buy some stuff, make your music and record your music. And to distribute your music, it's also really easy nowadays because of the internet. All the platforms on the internet that emerged in the last uh, 10 years, you know, easy growing your fan base through uh, social media media like Facebook, Twitter or Instagram and uh, also with uh, the streaming companies that emerge like SoundCloud or Bandcamp or YouTube it's really easy to make your own music with uh, affordable budget and it's really cheap to uh, distribute your music on various platforms I think that's more of a trend nowadays and um, yeah so it is really easy to make and distribute uh, your music but it's really hard to get noticed yeah that's true to sort of stand out in the sea of other aspiring artists so to say yeah and uh, there's so much of them nowadays <laughs> yeah i know uh, yeah. you know uh, and because of the uh, easiness of the uh, um, platforms like soundcloud uh, youtube facebook twitter and um, we have also some online distributions options like CD Baby or mm -hmm. TuneCore or DistroKid distro uh, for getting your music at Spotify. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to go through a established company to uh, get even physical stuff out there. No, exactly, because uh, it's really cheap, by the way, because uh, when you want to release a single, um, it's I think it's $10 at CD Baby. Or when you want to release an album on, on all platforms, on all digital platforms, it's about $30 and you just upload it. You pay for it, and then it's on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and everywhere. Mm. That's the easiness of, of selling your music nowadays. What, 30 bucks get you on all those? Uh, yeah, for one album. That's cheap. That's really cheap. Yeah, but but you know, um, <laughs> to, to get noticed, uh, you you have to you have to be really good actually, because um, all the artists I listen to uh, on Twitter or they send me my uh, their music, they do it all themselves. So they're they they all in one. You know, they're an artist. They're a manager, they're a label, or they're selling their music, they're their own creatives, and their own promoters. So they have to think about every subject uh, of making music and selling it and getting noticed. So um, because all the options are so limitless, everybody has the same chances, and that's really nice. And everybody uh, has the chance to listen to your music. But um, because uh, of all those options, um, today everybody is an artist, you know? And quality isn't always there. So, <laughs> well, yeah. to be honest, right? Because I, I'm for the show, I get a lot of music mm. and I listen to it and I'm really honest in my feedback to, uh, to, to them. And not everyone is on the show because I want to make a good show with quality music. But it's really hard for them to get noticed uh, between all those others who uh, are on Spotify as well. Yeah. yeah. 
But that, that's a good question, though, because what does it take to get noticed? Because it used to be the DJs at the radio stations kind of have a good relationship with them, and they try to play the songs or in the club, and that way it kind of picks up the pace, right? Yeah, yeah. How's the landscape right now? Well, I think it's more or less the same, but I think with uh, DIY artists, it's more about radio and online radio. And because, um, you know, with all those platforms, there's no selection or quality check of the music. You pay for it and your music is on Spotify or on iTunes. Mm -hmm. So um, to get noticed, you have to um, get farther than your own Facebook uh, or your own Twitter or your own Instagram. Um, you have to be played not only on SoundCloud, but you have to be played on the radio. Um, doesn't matter which one, you know, it's an online radio station or a FM uh, station. But if you get airplay, um, my experience is that when artists get more airplay, they are being noticed more. And uh, a lot of promoters and uh, labels, also independent labels, are listening to those stations um, and they are picking artists from it. So I think that's um, the new way to, to get noticed. Besides that, um, you have to, uh, when you want to be good as an artist, you have to invest time to get better, you know? And the best guitar players, the best piano players, the best violin players, they all study about six to eight hours a day. And that's really much. My experience is that, especially when it comes to vocals, um, when I listen to a lot of music, I think about 75% of the music I listen to has uh, out-of-tune vocals. And that's really too bad because most of the time the arrangement or the music is really good. But then their vocals are out-of-tune. and well, that's really bad, you know, because uh, no promoter or label will pick you. So it's mm -hmm. about getting uh, beyond your uh, social media, beyond your own uh, circle of friends to get more uh, a place on the radio. But it's also about invest in getting better in training your vocal or in training your instrument or training your production skills and be serious about it. Uh, you know, when you're serious about it, um, then I think you will getting a note. But uh, Chris, I have a question, right? So these people you say have to do everything in terms of their own promotion, their own, you know, like managers, their own artists, right? Yeah. If they're doing all these things, they're basically becoming just sort of jacks of all trades and master of none. I mean, isn't that sort of the downfall of of doing everything? Because then you're not spending the time doing the practicing of the vocals and all, and, and the instruments? Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely true. And well, I think a solution to that is is um, mm -hmm. when you don't have the money uh, to pay a manager or when you don't have the money to uh, pay a promoter, then please um, look at your friends or your family or just publish your music online, but don't uh, put it on Spotify before you got some feedback from other people. Mm -hmm. I think that getting feedback about your music from other people is really important before you release it. That's really a downfall indeed, but I think if you can do that, if you can create a circle where you get some good feedback, some, some honest feedback about what you're doing, then you can be a selector of your own and get the quality you, you want. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so basically what you're saying is if you don't have the luxury, it can, it can be a blessing, of course, of course, but don't have the luxury of having this external sort of uh, power like a label curating your music sort of you know picking the music apart you should look to your own inner circle to see if, if, if you can find people there who will be able to to do that for you 
more or less. Yeah, more or less. And if your inner circle likes your music, you know, it's it's like social media. They will they will spread it to other people. They will let your music play to their friends or their family, and then then it spreads itself uh, through real people, <laughs> not only digital. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and also don't be afraid to uh, reach out. You know, um, some people are really introvert about their own possibilities they make their music but nobody hears it so you have to take the challenge to to get out there get out of your comfort zone mm. the funny thing is with all those uh, technology changes and all those internet possibilities possibilities it's really a digital environment but it's so important to just meet real people and mm-hmm. talk about your music and ask them to to listen to your music and be honest you know it's, um i think well, with all these possibilities now digital, it's more important to to reach out to real people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, also uh, another strategy I heard, uh, which people could use, is like getting contact with influencers. So, like people on YouTube who vlog or something like that, and you know of that person using the type of music that you are making, give them your track to use. You know, because a lot of times they, you know, will mention like your artist name and the track. You know, and that could also like get you noticed yeah yeah like making yeah. intro or outro music you mean yeah or just uh, a track you made like just send it to everybody you know but uh-huh. you could do that as well indeed yeah well youtube is an is a good example because i noticed that not every artist is using it because it's really hard to make a video or making a good video you know you, you, mm-hmm. you can you can record a picture and then putting your music uh, underneath it but youtube is a really good channel to uh, promote your music besides all the other channels mm-hmm. Especially for young people because they really interview video, uh, mm-hmm. and you can you can make a short video on Instagram to promote it, and then with a link to the YouTube. So that's really uh, that's really a nice uh, way to go. Yeah, Wolfpack is also an example of that. They uh, that's their main platform really to uh, to promote their music. The YouTube, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they have live performance videos of basically yeah. every track that they have okay. posted on there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. about influencers, uh, there are a lot of radio stations who support uh, independent mu- uh, musicians and unsigned. Uh, musicians uh, such as BBC introducing uh, they have a special channel for uh, unsigned artists and you can upload your song to them and they will select it so there's the selection and the quality check but if you are selected then you get airplay on BBC radio and mm. they also organize festivals or concerts you know so you get stage time wow. so uh, mm. it's really impossible indeed to reach out to influencers and and not be too shy to upload your song. Uh, just do it, and you mm-hmm. you see what happens. Yeah, good uh, good words of advice. Yes, very good. definitely. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so so Chris, um, of course, you, by now you know, uh, being three episodes deep, you f- featured quite a lot of artists now. Mm, Thirty four actually. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Look at that. Like uh, that's amazing. Are there any particular examples that stick out to you that you might want to to share uh, right now? Yeah, it's really hard to choose, but I think. Uh, I have three artists uh, I can give you as a uh, good example of uh, DIY musicians who also train train very hard to get better. And um, well, funny enough, uh, the first one I want to um, uh, play for you is Harry Court. He's a UK uh, singer-songwriter, really young, 18 years old. Just uh, finished his final exams, I guess. Um, but one of the um, thing of my radio show is I tried to to also promote them beyond the radio show. So uh, the, the good thing is he will be played on a online radio show, uh, Radio Wigwam, uh, in the next month or so. So that's really great. His song is familiar. 
And yeah, it's, a, it's such a great song. That's what struck me uh, immediately about this track. Like mm-hmm. uh, for somebody that young, not tied to any label, and it's him by himself. Uh, yeah, it's with a band. No, it's by himself. Uh, um, well, with the two of them, he records everything at his home. So drums, uh, guitar, a bass. Uh, he uh, writes the songs, but he's supported by his brother James, and James uh, plays bass and drums. So they record everything themselves, and they mix everything themselves. And in fact, this was a demo song, so. Well, if you wow. get this, yeah. Can I just say I'm envious? <laughs> <laughs> I will let him know. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> well, let wow. me hear your demo, Clay. <laughs> so would you start a label, Chris? Well, if I had the, the financial means, I would, would, would definitely start a label, yeah. Because, I mean, you're, you're like discovering artists, right? So... If you see somebody is hot, you can uh, try to capitalize. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, you know. I have a full time job right now, and um, it's music always has been my passion, and this is really out of passion. So, I never thought about making money with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have to be honest: if I could make money with my passion uh, to promote music or make music or release music, yes, I I really really would like that. But um, I have to figure out a way to to get there, and this radio uh, show is is one of the ways, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what you're you're doing your you're doing your ten thousand hours right now. You're putting in the time, so yeah. building the yeah. skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The famous ten thousand hours, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, well, the second artist uh, I want to to uh, to play for you is a artist from Germany, from Berlin. She she's uh, called Eva Bonham, and I also interviewed her on the show. And she followed me on Twitter, um, and I immediately liked her music. It's really different. Uh, it's really um, intimate, and uh, she plays piano and sings. This is a good good example of someone who trains her voice daily and you can 
compare it to a genre that is called pop noir. Um, maybe you know uh, Cigarettes After Sex, the band, or Agnes Obel. She's a bit in that genre, so um, this is her song uh, Siddhartha. has to jump off but i just want to say i think chris came here to make us cry today because that was beautiful actually i liked it yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was that beautiful was good. it was really good yeah it was be- and uh, i'm definitely gonna check her uh, check her out she's she's uh, i guess uh somewhere online yeah besides your radio i guess your radio show too though yes yeah, she's my show, show too uh she ha- is, is on Bandcamp, so that's uh eva bonam with b-o-n-a-m uh, dot bandcamp.com so there you can check her out okay beautiful cool. Simply beautiful. All right, fellas. I will catch y'all the next time, man. Sorry, I got to go. All right, Dick. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye, Ciao. man. See ya. Yeah, that was well, that was beautiful. That was moving, actually. I felt my chest actually feeling all of that. <laughs> well, great that you uh, had that experience because it really, it really is uh, moving and touching. Yeah, it's really special. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get her to Amsterdam um, mm. to, play, uh, to play a show, but it's really hard. Because uh, yeah, her, she's so original. So people of venues really want to put someone in a genre or a how do you say that? In, a box, basically. In a box, yeah, exactly. So that's really uh, difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Also, for her, I really imagine her playing with an orchestra or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, shall I uh, introduce the third one? Yep. Well, yeah, this, this guy also uh, followed me. It's, it's really um, funny because most of the uh, artists who follow me on Twitter are really good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really nice. And um, I like this guy also instantly. It's, uh, he called, uh, he's called Marcus uh, Mandible. 
aka Brun Powell. He's from the UK, from Brighton. He's a, a rapper, um, um, spoken word artist. Um, and it's really different than what I uh, was uh, listening to uh, other rap artists or uh, other R&B or uh, spoken word uh, people. So this is a, like a combination, even with s some house and electronic elements. So this is uh, Marks Mandible with uh, Don't Worry About It. <laughs> the hole in your speakers best believer it's belief best velvet glove and iron fist did you see it nah me neither otherwise and or either it's see you yes no far from it move fast past like supersonic sonic super pass fast forward drinking gin and tonic try and fry an eggs on a car bonnet car crashed honest flying lion boffins bog washed once now you buttered their muffins like it ain't nothing served with a smile more tea vicar yes please it's been a while you act unbothered unbothered is an act don't stare like that you can't blink I'm it back i'm held in i wanna go home Counting my mobile phone. I'm held in, I'm held in. I wanna go home, being tight counting my mobile phone. I'm held in, I'm held in. I wanna go home, being tight counting my mobile phone. I'm held in, I'm held in. I'm held in, I'm held in Something means one thing, something or nothing It's me, Grouchy, living in a dustbin You know it must have been Pen press songs to be sung Sailing seven seas aside us So I can spit a spider out my lung Silk thread got stuck, words weigh a ton Yours would too if your tongue was a gun Be five for fun, my addiction to you finds its home Spent days sipping on drinks and writing poems I always miss As soon as we split from the way you sunbathe To the way you sit, this is mine and yours, and the chores of depth. I love you so much. My worst enemy is the steps to this airport. I don't wanna be taken away from the things we do, the things we say, and the games we play. At the end of the day, what's the week ahead anyway? I could quit right now and feel just the same. The most exciting party, better than poolside, loving and laughing. Swim with the fish thrive, creating memories with the turn of the tide. Let the good ones count. Let the bad ones slide. Let the bad ones slide. One word. Fire. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool, <laughs> I cool isn't like it? That. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, I know, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. Sort of a, a, a very interesting mixture of different influences and also not a very conventional style of rapping either. No, exactly. Yeah, his, really his great. Voices. I like his voice. Yeah, he has this uh, really original voice. Um, um, and he doesn't... I think he... He even doesn't change it or something. It's right. this. Is, this is just uh, his voice, you know. Really? Yeah, I think. Wow. Well, yeah, there's no after effects or anything. No, it's really pure, and it's not only pure in the production, but really also in his lyrics. He's really for real and uh, with humor, but also with a message. And really, he's really honest. But he's. It's somehow. It's really nice to listen to it because when someone is really honest, <laughs> it also could be not really nice to listen to it. But he yeah. somehow. 
uh, has the talent to find the words and the combinations of words mm -hmm. and to 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 get it out. So yeah, that's really great. Yeah, yeah. I think I think mm -hmm. this uh, this lineup also shows the diversity that you that you have in your show. Like you you never stick to one genre in particular. Of course, you 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 make groupings of artists, and then there's a natural flow. But really, everything is fair game if I if I understand it right. Yeah, that's true. It's it's really about all genres and. Uh, that was also the initial idea. It's a it's a bit of a um, difficult um, place to be because not everybody loves every every genre. So um, uh, I think the listeners will like it, but not every song, you know. So I don't know if m people come back to it, but uh, I think it's working uh, right now, and people are appreciating uh, indeed the uh, differences between the genres and. Um, between the shows because every show is really different um, because I'm also uh, dependent on uh, the music I uh, I get sent to you know the, the, I have to make a selection of, of uh, what I'm getting for each show so does that a curiosity so what what is your cutoff point when you when you open it up for for basically submissions how many tracks do you collect before you say okay this is enough uh, well in the first show it was about uh, 12 tracks I, I was thinking about uh, well most radio shows uh, within the hour have uh, about 12 to 13 uh, tracks but I also have an interview and a, another uh, two interviews interviews for each show so 12 tracks was uh, was the cutoff point and uh, the last show i had uh, 11 artists and for the coming show i have uh, 11 or 12 so that depends a little bit but that's uh, that's about uh, the maximum yeah so how much time do you put in for prep like you know you you get off work you you, you put in hours daily or yeah <laughs> That's a that's a funny question. Uh, I didn't want to answer that. <laughs> no, no, no. I uh, well, it's um, it's 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 many hours actually. I counted the hours. Uh, the first show was uh, ninety hours. Wow. Uh, yeah, because I also had to make the format. I had to make the jingles because I wanted to have a professional show with jingles mm -hmm. and fillers and well, the whole shabam uh, to say. Um, and I was really. Um, pushing myself but I'm glad I did because I'm really satisfied with it but um, well with now with every show I, I work uh, about 60 uh, 50 to 60 hours yes mm. and I'm trying to uh, get that down because um, indeed I have a full-time show I have a private life I, I have a family <laughs> mm -hmm. so um, yeah um, that's about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we know all too well about the time put in <laughs> for stuff. Well, it's really it's really only Clay in this case uh, <laughs> that you should know. Yeah. No, but you know, I really love it. <laughs> I, I, every hour I put in it, I really love it. So yeah, um, I love doing this. Um, I'm learning a lot about music, about uh, production, actually. Uh, produ producing a radio show is really different than producing a song. Mm -hmm. It's also, well, it's also a bit stressful, actually. So... I it's I learn all the stages I guess of producing a radio show and learning how to uh, get music in time, um, um, emailing with artists, um, getting to know them a little bit, uh, and everyone is different. So um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a whole uh, adventure actually. Yeah. And well, what 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 is your your next uh, sort of goalpost? What uh well, what's on the horizon? Uh, what's a bit on the horizon is um, 
and and that's funny because uh, it wasn't my idea. Well, I dreamt about it. Um, but uh, one of the artists um, posted on Twitter a message and he said, we have to go all to Amsterdam. And uh, the same night I dreamt about a festival, about a Euro music festival. Uh, well, it's... I don't know if I will get there <laughs> because it's really hard to to uh, produce and organize something like that. But mm -hmm. um, maybe in a smaller form, you know, I have four artists who want to go to Amsterdam and maybe I can organize a small concert um, with four of them and uh, start from there. So that's a little bit uh, on the... Uh, Notebook. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would hereby like to pre-order tickets for this festival. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I would like to pre-order tickets and a plane ticket. Um, sign me up. <laughs> You're on the guest list. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's <laughs> awesome. But that's a that's a very cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Definitely. Yeah. And it's also a good way to start with, you know, because you know, start small, and that way, you know, you get to learn also about that side of. Uh, the organizing part and then you can grow to maybe a bigger platform and maybe one day you'll be as big as Pink Pop or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be nice, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, starting small is uh, is the idea indeed. And yeah. I, have, I, I have a venue in Amsterdam uh, where I have some contacts. So, uh, I have a location, but I have to uh, talk to them, of course. Um, but yeah, who knows? Wow. Pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you don't have okay. to answer this, okay? So you have an out. Any horror okay. stories? <laughs> Any horror stories to tell <laughs> from this experience? Any horror stories? Yeah. Um, well, um, the thing is, uh, uh, I have a lot of discussions on Twitter about uh, technique of producing music, but also about vocals. Uh, two days ago, we had a nice discussion, but um, I also experienced a lot of uh, people who um, send me their music uh, without a personal message, mm. um, putting me in in CC with uh, sixty plus others. What? Um, mm. Yeah, and um, some other people who uh, approach me and really want to be in the show, um, but then I never hear of him of of them again. So I learn that. Not everybody is keeping their promises. Mm -hmm. um, not everybody is really keen to put some time into it. I'm in personal mm -hmm. contact with 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 somebody who is making such a show, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's really funny because when I make a music and I, if I wanted to um, get my track on a radio station, I would go to their website. I would read all about them um, and I would send a personal message that I like their radio station and right. why I like their radio station and that they maybe also like my music. Right. So, um, well, I'm thinking now about the personal contact we talked earlier about. I think that's really uh, important and I'm learning about personal contact uh, with this show, which is not always uh, funny. Mm -hmm, yeah. So that's that's not a really horror story, but <laughs> no, no. But I I, I do get uh, it. Yeah, it, it can be dis disheartening at times. I would imagine. Yeah, especially when you are uh, at your deadline and you're waiting for music and right. they're not sending any. So I have to make choices, and sometimes mm -hmm. um, it's not fun to make that choices. It's not it's not always fun to be or nice to be honest, you know. But yeah, I. Uh, some artists I had to reject because of not getting through, um, of not not uh, following uh, through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's 
I think that's part of um, being an artist and trying to um, yeah, promote definitely. yourself. And it's on yeah, them. Yeah. It's not on you. You're giving them a platform to promote basically themselves. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, people are. Um, They don't know you, um, so they're maybe hesitating to send their own music, and I can understand because you're you're sending your music to somebody you don't know, you know. So mm. uh, it's also a bit about trust, um, trusting somebody you don't know just on Twitter or Facebook. So that's that's also right. part of the process. Uh, it, you have to take some some of a risk uh, to get there with your music, mm -hmm. uh, with your your music, yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. So, so Twitter is the main route of of sort of contacting you, or is all you said Facebook as well? Uh, no, I'm not on Facebook uh, with okay. uh, with the show yet. Uh, I'm thinking about starting my own Chris Leon uh, Facebook, mm -hmm. but indeed I'm uh, I'm on Twitter for now. Uh, but I think of expanding uh, the social media. I'm also on Instagram, um, but um, people can contact me uh, on my Twitter page or uh, via email. Um, so that's um, twitter.com. Uh, forward slash underscore Chris underscore Leon or uh, email Chris Leon sound at gmail.com. Be welcome. Cool. And we also will have that in the Very description cool. uh, if you might not right. have caught that. Yeah, we will. Absolutely. And uh, same goes for all of the tracks that you've heard from the show. Oh, will cool. Be, uh, linked down in the show notes. Mm -hmm. I, would like um, I, I would like to ask you one, one uh, more question before uh, we wrap this up. So of course you're you're in the business now of of showcasing other people's music, but of course uh, Chris Leon is not solely a radio presenter mm -hmm. or r radio producer. You're also a music producer, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but <laughs> so uh, what what do you have what do you have coming up? Well, I have a lot of tracks coming up actually. I, <laughs> uh, we uh, a few days ago I posted a, a link uh, of a photo uh, of my. Uh, iTunes on my iPhone, iPhone of my unfinished tunes, my so 15 unfinished tunes. Um, so I try to reserve some time uh, to finish them. I have two tracks right now um, uh, that I want to finish within two weeks or something. But actually today I was working on one of the tracks and I couldn't focus. Uh, I was hearing music in my ears that wasn't mine. So I was thinking, oh, I have to uh, get my ears some rest because I'm listening to so much music for the for yeah. the for the show. Um, so maybe I get some days off with um, listening to music and then get back to it because I really want to finish the track. Do, do you fear that maybe like uh, the uh, the exposure to all these people will color your own uh, work, or is it sort of maybe a uh, part of the process of just? creating that it's it's fine to have the world influence you yeah the last one because um it's uh i think um it's inevitable that you're not being influenced by the music uh, you're listening to mm -hmm. so um i already experienced that in my own music but i try to find a way to to be original um right but i i see it as a positive uh, thing because it's really I get a lot of inspiration uh, of all the artists uh, on the show, so mm -hmm. as well as creative, uh, as in the production uh, quality of uh, some of the artists. So yeah, cool, cool beans. And uh, well, where 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 can we find your music, uh, Chris? Uh, you can find my music on SoundCloud. That's SoundCloud.com/forward/slash/ChrisLeon. And 
when you go there, you see a lot of your music radio playlists <laughs> um, um, because I want to spread it uh, beyond Twitter. Uh, but if you go to the tracks uh, button, then you uh, can see my tracks. And there are not many. There are five. We have some of the tracks really, really, really old. <laughs> but uh, you can find me there. Yeah. Cool beans. Awesome. And then uh, quickly, how, how would you describe your 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 sound your style of music well um i started as a dj actually uh here in amsterdam and i made a lot of electronic music um, mostly house or techno music but uh, lately uh, the last few years i wanted to change something i wanted to try some other genres some other tempos um, experiment with some other sounds so now it's really hard to tell what kind of genre it is, but let's say it's a bit instrumental and uh, more with a bit of funk and trying to keep a original sound with original instruments. So it's not too electronic. So- sounds good. <laughs> sounds like something I would listen to. <laughs> ah, cool. <laughs> All right. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, check out Your Music Radio on Mixcloud and check out Chris Leon's music on Soundcloud. Um, thanks Twitter. so much for being here, Chris, and, and, and talking to us about uh, well the stuff that you've been doing and hope that you'll be well continue to do uh, for the uh, foreseeable future and I uh, hope you get better and better and uh, get more and more artists. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Thank and you, man. Uh, and yeah, uh, thanks. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. And uh, um, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. All right. So this has been Cybercast 079. I've been Tosh. I've been Ty. I've been Clay. And I'm Chris Leon. Peace. Cool beans. Ciao. Ciao. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Return to your regular scheduled programming. And he's been Chris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shall, I, shall I say it? Yeah, do it. <laughs> and I'm Chris Leon.